Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello. Welcome to the Viewmasters. Episode 312, The Menu. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. Hello, Chef. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Finally, you used my title. 300 episodes in. Uh, Well, uh, I can say that uh, your clap startled me nearly as much as uh, the the customers at the restaurant were startled. I I thought about warning you, and I was like, no, I'm just going to do it. Uh, you you actually anti-warned me. Because <laughs> you said you had nothing prepared. <laughs> oh, I'm a liar. <laughs> I'm a rascal. <laughs> oh, how are you? Uh, I am doing well. How are you? I'm good. I really want a cheeseburger. I, I, I don't, but that's because uh, while I was watching the movie, I had pizza and chili. Nice. And they were at both the sa- at the same time. Uh, no. I mean, I mean, I ordered both from the same restaurant. I okay. Ate the chili first, and then I had the pizza. Okay, I thought maybe you like dip the pizza in the chili. Oh God, no! I'm not a monster. <laughs> I look. I'm not. I'm not here to judge what you do with your food. <laughs> Unlike some people in this movie. Well, I certainly don't eat it. <laughs> do you taste it at least? I do, yes. Okay, good. That's really the important thing. <laughs> yes. There is a big difference between eating and tasting. Yeah, I agree with that, yes. <laughs> yeah, since uh, since my injury, I feel like I have been eating just to eat. You are right. Not, not so much for enjoyment. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, I miss I miss uh, having food uh, to taste. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, shortly before I got sick, uh, I I pretty much lost my appetite entirely for about two or three weeks. Uh, and so when I forced myself to eat, it was just because like I knew in the back of my head I still needed to survive somehow. Right. Uh, and that is the only reason I was eating. Uh, I certainly did not want to, and I certainly was not enjoying it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad that you made yourself do it. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, since I've been home and uh, cooking is now like two times as hard as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's not very enjoyable, but uh, uh, I will occasionally treat myself uh, to a restaurant or or order in. Uh, like I did today. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, I, I just thought it was very funny uh, that uh, I started the movie, uh, which of course uh, starts out with uh, just revealing itself to be uh, about horribly pretentious people and <laughs> right. their horribly pretentious opinions about food, uh, about horribly pretentious food. Uh, and I ordered, you know, chili and uh, just a basic pizza. <laughs> and I was like, uh, God bless America. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. You know, I so I uh, I watch or have watched uh, a lot of Top Chef. Uh-huh. I feel like we I feel like we've covered this. Yeah. Um, and uh, like usually when they when they have you know, platings, the platings are very ornate typically. Um, but the food still looks good. Right. And, uh, I didn't find myself wanting any of the foods, uh, that they showed in this movie. It was very beautifully shot, beautifully plated, but, but it didn't look good to me. Uh, the cheeseburger did. Except for the cheeseburger. Yes. Uh, no, you are 100%, uh, right with that opinion. Uh, it, it, like yeah, just none of it looked appealing whatsoever. Uh, just from the the little appetizer on the boat, like all the way to 
you know, uh, uh, you know what? I guess the s'more looked okay. I was gonna say, yeah, you know, <laughs> the the little tirade that he goes on about s'mores. Like, okay, I hear you, but shut up. <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> if I could get a little chocolate hat, I would wear it. <laughs> the shot, the shot of the hat melting onto Judith Light's face is 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 chef's kiss meme i mean it's perfect it's so good <laughs> uh judith light is in this movie judith light is in this movie that is weird <laughs> i don't know that i've ever seen her uh outside of television before neither have i i've never seen her in anything outside of who's the boss <laughs> oh wow okay <laughs> she was on law and order for a while all right I think she was on the Special Victims Unit as, like, a DA. So she must live in New York. She must, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, like, uh, every New York actor uh, appears on uh, all Law & Order at one point in time. Right. Uh, just like every British actor is on Doctor Who at least once. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I've been, I've been re-watching Doctor Who. <laughs> and and uh, there was an actress in an episode recently who looked really familiar to me, uh, and I couldn't quite place her. And it's because she uh, was in that Adventure in Time and Space movie as Verity Lambert, who like helped get the show off the ground. Right. So like that was that was very strange to me. <laughs> uh, the, the the snake is eating its own tail. Really is. Uh, a, a dish that they did not serve uh, at uh, Hawthorne. No. <laughs> is that the name of the restaurant? That is the name of the restaurant, okay, yes. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> uh, so I had zero idea of what to expect with this movie. Uh, I knew that uh, some people were calling it a horror movie. Uh, I, I know that i had seen like part of a trailer and thought it looked interesting uh and then a friend of mine uh went to see it in the theater and she said that it was great uh but otherwise i knew nothing about the plot i just i guess i just assumed i was in for like a cannibal movie sure uh, i think that's what i assumed too yeah uh, when i when i saw it so this was actually this is my second viewing right I, I saw it in the theater as well. Um, and yeah, I think when I went into it, I was like, oh, so they, they take these people to an island and they hunt them and they make the food out of them. Right. Or and it was, it, it was not that at all. No, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, similar idea behind that. Yeah, sure. Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised by, by uh, what the movie actually was. Uh, I found this movie to be absolutely delightful <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah I, I think delightful is the best word for it <laughs> like it's it's not really like there there are horror elements but it's not super scary no yeah not at all it's it's just stressful and also really funny uh yeah no i i laughed consistently throughout uh it is incredibly stressful but more from just uh i guess like a, a, an awkwardness point of view, uh, rather than like you know, like suspense or, or thrills or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, just. Uh, yeah, it was just very uh, cringy, but like in all the good ways. <laughs> yeah, like the first forty-five minutes or so. The it, it's about forty-five minutes in when uh, the first act of violence happens. Right. Um, and, and yeah, the, that first 45 minutes are just like, it, it's, it's stressful because you don't really know what's going on. And also everyone is terrible yep. and, <laughs> and the restaurant is just fucking weird. <laughs> like the bread plate without bread. <laughs> and it, it's, it's just so strange. And then it, and then it becomes a, a, a horror thing. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Uh, I was uh, texting with my girlfriend as I was watching it, uh, and just uh, 
at first I was just uh, sort of making fun of uh, foodies and uh, the foodie behavior presented in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, at one point I texted her, I was like, shit just got dark. <laughs> uh, and that wasn't even uh, what you were talking about. Uh, the the scene where where uh, Ray finds uh, tells the story about Taco Tuesday. Oh yes, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> uh, and he uh, stabs his father in the leg with a kitchen knife. Uh, I was like, oh shit, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I go to Red Lobster pretty regularly, and the chef never comes out and tells a story like that. <laughs> I mean, would I go to Red Lobster more regularly if that did happen? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it would have to be uh, an old sea captain who comes out <laughs> and tells a story about uh, harpooning his his dad in the leg. <laughs> but it has to somehow tie into Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Of course, yeah. <laughs> or, or or all you can eat crab legs. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, well, I, we we you mentioned that the the food didn't look appetizing. The taco looked appetizing. Okay, I mean a taco. Yeah, it's a taco. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, tortillas imprinted with uh, incriminating uh, photos and documents. Uh, you know, with what looked like a very lovely piece of chicken with a knife stabbed through it. Yeah. <laughs> or a uh, pair of scissors, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, I will, the the components of that did look good. <laughs> the tortillas with the photos on it was really cool, too. Yes, I just was. like, I just like how that was done. <laughs> uh, you know what, I'm also, uh, you know, maybe this just exposes me more for the, uh, you know, uh, Neanderthal that I am, but uh, <laughs> I, I thought Tyler's bullshit kind of looked okay. <laughs> Tyler's bullshit uh, seems like a thing that I would make yep. and be like, oh, this is cuisine. <laughs> I am a chef now. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I, I am pretty sure that I, I have made similar <laughs> with, with like very similar ingredients and Probably fried it for just as long as he did and said, yeah, this is good. <laughs> I feel like, like, I, I love Tyler. Like he's the, he's the worst, but he's so great. Just his reactions or lack of reaction to everything is so fun. Uh, so my, my friend who, uh, went to see this. Uh, who, who told me that it was great? Uh, dated a chef for a while, and uh, I was texting her about this movie as well uh, after watching it. And uh, she said, uh, "Tyler equals my ex." <laughs> and I said, "Oof, he is awful from the jump." Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> yep. She's like, "Good thing you got out of that." <laughs> I did really enjoy uh, mouthfeel. <laughs> like, that's something that I've heard mentioned on Top Chef before. Yeah. And I, t- I understand what it means, but it's it's nonsense. Uh, th- like, there's a lot of this... Uh, I feel like I have watched something else that... Uh, like, maybe a parody of a cooking show, or... Or something that that has uh, really reminded me a lot of like the the food introduction in this movie, uh, just just how they talk about it and, and how this stuff is prepared uh, and the the descriptions that they give things. Uh, and like I said, uh, I was texting my girlfriend a little bit uh, while watching it. And she said, "Have they foamed anything yet?" <laughs> And then about uh, halfway through, uh, during the uh, ladies-only portion of the, the dinner, right. uh, Judith Light says, uh, I really don't like foam, usually. 
<laughs> and I texted her immediately and said, they just mentioned foam. There's there's one guy on Top Chef who's like foam obsessed. <laughs> and and so anytime I hear anything about foam, uh, I think of uh, I think of Marcel from Top Chef. <laughs> And his uh, uh, molecular gastronomy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if you're not using liquid nitrogen, you're not doing it right. Uh, I, uh... Oh, uh, yeah. All, all this food uh, looked like bullshit to me. Uh... <laughs> Uh, and of course, uh, like it all starts out uh, mostly seafood based, and I am not a seafood guy, so oh, okay, yeah, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it just never got better. Uh, <laughs> uh, God, I don't know how much to spoil about this movie or not. I know, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I watched, uh, so I I finished it, and then I still had like half an hour before we were gonna chat. And so I watched, there's a, because the movie's on HBO Max, yeah. and uh, there's an HBO first look for it uh, as well, so I went ahead and watched that too, and it's like 15 minutes. But it, it reveals a lot more about the movie than I than I expected for a first look thing that's supposed to just sort of pique people's interest. Right. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's been out for a little while. It's, it's on the, on the webs for people to watch. I feel like we can just talk about it. Uh, all right. Yeah. This is your spoiler warning. <laughs> there, there we go. 17 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that was the non-spoiler chat. And now this is the spoiler chat. Right. I think right. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, so like I said, I did not know what this movie was going to be about. Uh, it was you know, like like the basic premise of it is that uh, something is up at this restaurant, right? Uh, and uh, it is revealed uh, after. I, I, uh, so the sous chef, <laughs> yes, the mess, yes, the mess. Uh, like I, it was at that point where where I. I mean, things are still kind of unclear, but, uh, like I was trying to figure out, did, uh, uh, Chef Slowick, uh, convince him to kill himself (laughs) or, uh, like, did he just do it of his own volition because it was all part of the menu? (laughs) Yeah. That's really hard to say. Cause he's like, you can tell he is shaken by what he's about to do. Right. But he still does it. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know how much of that is just, like... Because all of the chefs in the kitchen are... Or all of the cooks in the kitchen, I guess. They're not all chefs. Right. Uh, are just, like, devoted to Chef Slowick. Yeah. So, maybe it was just, like, this is what he's doing to prove his devotion to him? I don't know. Yeah, and it was at that point where I thought, okay, is this like some sort of cult thing? Yeah. Uh, and I was still trying to figure out the, the Tyler of it all as well. You know, uh, especially like just how obsessive he was and uh, just so nonchalant about uh, basically like at, at the moment that the, the sous chef kills himself. Uh, everybody reacts as you normally would expect someone would, uh, except for him. He just keeps eating, and yeah, uh, he is just a fucking monster. He is. He is. Is he a sociopath? Uh, he is that the be. right one? Sociopath or psychopath? I can never remember which is which. Uh, I, I would say sociopath. Uh, okay, you know, don't take my word for it, but that's <laughs> I'll Google what, it. That's what I'm leaning towards. That's what my gut says. Okay, perfect. Yeah, no, he's 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 a fascinating character to me. <laughs> uh, boy, uh, I, I mean, I guess, I guess Nicholas Holt is great in this. He re- he's so good. <laughs> he's like when when they go outside and all the men run off, and he's just standing there, like with his hands folded, looking around. <laughs> 
And then, and then during the ladies' course, when he's like outside the window peering in, trying to see what they all get. Yeah, he's so good in this. <laughs> uh, it. I guess because mostly I've only ever seen him under heavy makeup. Sure. Uh, as as uh, both uh, the Beast and uh, Knock. Is that his name in Mad Max? Oh, Nux. Nux. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is the first time I think I've really seen him in a role, like, where he's just, like, his normal face. Yeah. And, uh, realize that he's... Reminds me a lot of James Marsden. I can see that! Uh... Yeah, I really can. And I think, as we've, we've discussed before, that, uh, uh... James Marsden is never fully utilized to, like, what his actual potential is. Right. <laughs> uh, and so... Uh, I just kept getting James Marsden gl- glimpses <laughs> throughout this movie, uh, which, with Tyler's really douchey <laughs> sociopathic uh, character, just just sort of uh, really kind of threw me off, and so that's why I, I sort of put a question mark in that Nicholas Holt is great in this. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. I guess I I don't know that I've seen uh, James Marsden play that type of character before, but I feel like that would be really interesting now that you mention it. Uh, I think he was in the first season of uh, crap. What's the name of the uh, Christine Applegate and uh, Linda Cardellini show? Oh, Dead to Me. Yeah, he was in the first season of that. I felt like he he kind of had a very douchey vibe in that. Uh, okay, first season there. I've heard that that's good. Maybe I should watch that. Uh, I enjoyed the first season and then forgot that it ever existed. <laughs> Didn't the third season just come out? Probably. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. Just just making things for you to forget about. Where TV shows go to die. Yep. There's 17 new Netflix original films that come out, and I've never heard of any of them. <laughs> You're going to hear about one of them because it's my pick for next week's spoilers. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen, uh, speaking of James Marsden, have you seen Enchanted? Uh, the original one? The one with Amy Adams. Yeah, and... the, the, the the one from like the mid two thousands. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, not yep. the not the sequel. Okay, good. Because yeah. yeah, he's he's perfect in that. Yeah, yeah, he is. So that is definitely uh him being utilized correctly there. I, I have not watched Disenchanted yet. I have not either. Uh I watched uh, Enchanted not too long ago, uh with my girlfriend. She she loved that movie. I was gonna say I suspected that was one that she probably made you watch. Yep. And I enjoyed it for for what it was, yeah. Uh, to the point where I was like, I would watch the sequel. Uh, and then she watched the sequel with her kids and uh, told me that she kind of hated it. Oh no! <laughs> so that that's sort of put me off of it, and also the fact that I probably wouldn't watch it with you know, just by myself. But <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So so. I was honestly very surprised uh, that I recognized quite a few actors in this movie, other than Ray Fiennes. Okay. Uh, like John Leguizamo, I had no idea was in this movie. Oh yeah, Johnny Legs. Yeah. Did I tell you I met him? Yes, you did. Okay, I couldn't remember. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's weird, this is uh, the second movie that I've seen him in in uh, just under a month. Uh, after... Not After Violet Night? Yeah, he was indeed in Violet Night, yes. Right. Uh, which uh, he, he's fine in. <laughs> uh, he, he's good in this movie. Uh, he plays uh, an actor whose name we never really get. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a stage name and a real name, and I feel like they say them both at the same time, so we don't really hear what it is. Right. <laughs> I, did, I noticed in the HBO First look, like, they have, you know, little little cutaways with the actors and it's got the actor's name and then the character's name. And with his, it just says John Leguizamo movie star. Uh, I believe in the credits, it it says famous actor. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
but of course, we all know him from Calling Dr. Sunshine. Of course. <laughs> I loved, absolutely loved, uh, Chef's reasoning for him being there. Yep. Like, that was my one day off. <laughs> And I watched this shitty fucking movie. <laughs> uh, that was that was so relatable. <laughs> so here's the thing about uh, Chef Slowick. <laughs> uh, he is ostensibly the villain of this movie, yet the most sympathetic character out of everyone. Right. <laughs> and I thought Margot was pretty sympathetic. <laughs> To a point, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, she's she's fine, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, she is, and, and she's definitely supposed to be, like, us average person's point of view for the movie. Uh, in which uh, she also did not find any of the food to uh, be appetizing or appealing in any way whatsoever. Right. Uh, but, but... You know, I felt like, I mean, at first, you know, uh, Ray Fiennes, Chef Slowick comes off as, as just a, a pretentious artiste asshole, which, which I think he fully admits that he is pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but there, there's a point, I, I think it's, uh, when he has Margot come to talk to him in his office, uh, where he completely turns around for me and becomes just absolutely like I am on board with this character and let him do whatever he's gonna do. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's essentially just a sad, sad jaded guy whose whose craft has been ruined by all of these assholes and who can't relate to that. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're sad, jaded assholes. <laughs> I think also because you and I have have a somewhat extensive experience in the service industry. Uh, yeah, so so <laughs> definitely relate to that. Uh, it, it was. I, I think that was actually the the line that cinched it for me was that even though he is this famous chef, and and we. You see countless reality shows like Top Chef, and, and uh, I mean, I got into Hell's Kitchen for a while. Uh, you know, the, the the sort of idolization of, of these uh, asshole artiste, you know, chefs that it, it took me a minute to realize, oh, like, at the end of the day, they are still just service industry people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they're famous and, and they're, you know, incredibly good at their jobs, but you know, they're, they're still just there to serve people and probably often still just get treated like shit by rich fucking privileged assholes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I had, I had that thought when, um, it's, it's early on in the meal and and I think uh, Tyler says something about how he he wants uh, he wants Chef to like him, uh -huh. and and Margot actually is like, why do you care? Like you're paying him to to feed you. Like why do you care if he likes you or not? I I, I feel like that's that's sort of the the way that most of the characters probably just look at people in the service industries. Why do you care about? who they are or what their feelings are about anything. They're just here to serve you. Right. And she's, and she sort of comes around on it by the end of the movie. I thought that was an interesting, like it was, it was an arc that I hadn't thought about before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, this movie just, uh, it made me feel a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes that. No, no, I did. did this movie is awful. A uh, half star. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, this is an incredible fucking movie. Uh, and, and uh, like, like, I, I mean, maybe there's just something wrong with me, but uh, when he uh, starts cooking the cheeseburger, <laughs> like, I started crying. 
Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Uh, when he when he serves her the, the burger and, and the fries, and uh, we never find out her answer, but apparently she ordered crinkle cut. Right. Uh, which, uh, good for her, because they are the best fries. What what are julienne fries? I'm not sure what method that is. I'm guessing that's just sort of a straight cut, you know, like thin McDonald type fries. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, I mean, again, don't take my word for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google that All right. while we're here. But but you can take my word and say that uh, crinkle cut fries are the best fries, and I know that they're just all fried potatoes. But there's something special about a crinkle cut, and uh, I get incredibly excited when I get to a restaurant that has them. <laughs> I, I'll even go to a White Castle simply because they serve crinkle cut fries. Wow. Uh, that was good vamping about fries. I appreciate it. You're uh, very welcome. Julienne cut is shoestring French fries. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like a crinkle cut. I also really like a waffle fry. I do like a waffle fry as well. Uh, there is a... There was a restaurant here. I, I don't know. Uh, they closed down for a while. I think I've talked about them on the show. I think it was one of my joys of the week very early on. Uh, it was called uh, Chicken Heads. Yeah, I do remember you mentioning that. Uh, they they closed down and, and uh, they they they're supposed to reopen at some point. Uh, I think at this point he like kind of just has a DoorDash only kind of operation going on, but until he can get a, a physical space. Uh, but but he had like fresh made waffle fries, and uh, they're fucking. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't care for sort of the regular Joe Schmo fries, or I don't hey. like I don't like wedges. Uh, oh yeah, I don't like wedges at all. Either. Yeah, steak fries, not so much. Yeah, uh, there, there was uh, like a point in time where I was like, I really want some steak fries, but then I realized that eh, they're just wedges. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. They're just undercooked fries. Yeah. Uh, I guess I would like them if they were just, like, crisper. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I, I need a crisp fry. Yep. Uh, uh, my my lady friend uh, uh, stopped at Wendy's on her way over to my house last night, and I had her pick me up some fries, but by the time she got here, they were cold. And uh, this is just... Nothing worse than cold, soggy fries. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awful. That's that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the 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 burger scene in this movie just was amazing. Uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, the revenge dinner in Pig. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, just some great horribly violent uh, culinary movies out in the world <laughs> can i tell you the thing and the burger scene that made me laugh unintentionally okay is when uh she takes a bite of the burger uh and then she puts it down and she says uh that her eyes were bigger than her stomach uh-huh and that made me laugh because uh anya taylor joy has the biggest eyes i have ever seen on a I, person i i knew where this was going <laughs> <laughs> Like I feel like that that made me chuckle in the theater when I saw it. Like no one else responded to that, but I was like, I can see how that would happen. Yeah, no, she she has uh, weird anime eyes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I, I hate to keep bringing up my girlfriend, but uh, she. You know what? <laughs> what brag? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Humble brag? Humble, no, it's a humble brag. It's okay. fine. All right. uh, R.I.P. Harris Whittles. But, you know, she she had surgery last month, and so she's been laid up and watching a lot of television programs. Uh, and uh, she just watched uh, The Queen's Gambit over the last week. Oh, nice. Uh, which which I have not watched at all, uh, because I find Annie Taylor-Joy to be kind of off-putting. Okay. <laughs> uh, mostly because of her 
weird gigantic eyes. <laughs> I I think that is why I find her captivating. <laughs> I mean, I can see why. Like like I I get it. I just don't agree. Uh, but yeah, my girlfriend was like, "Oh, she's gorgeous," and I was like, "Yeah, she's weird." <laughs> Wow. Eh, uh, it's. I, I, I know I've seen her in other things. Uh, she was in uh, the New Mutants movie. Uh, she was. As, as magic. Uh, Ileana Rasputin. Right. Uh, which I enjoyed her in that, I, I think. I, I liked that movie. I think I was one of five that did. <laughs> I still haven't watched that. I bought it on Blu ray and I still haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Uh, treat yourself. Uh, Maybe I'll do that this weekend. There you go. I'll uh, watch that in Venom, Let There Be Carnage, ooh. another movie I bought and haven't watched yet. That's another one that, you know, I, I feel like I am one of, like, again, five people that really enjoyed that one, and that was after really fucking hating the first one. <laughs> uh, and she was in The Witch, right? Uh, yes, The Vivitch. The The, 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 the Vivitch, yes, uh, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, she was in that. She was in. She was in uh, Split. Oh, I saw the, that. I, that's the the James McAvoy. Yeah, the Unbreakable sequel. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I believe she might also be in Glass. I don't remember though. Huh. I do not remember her in that at all. Did oh. you you saw you saw Last Night in Soho, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in that as well. Okay, all right. Uh, so I guess I've seen her in a few things. Yeah, uh, she's around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I think she's uh, a fine actress, but she's just like kind of off-putting to me. She just she just freaks you out a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, I get it. But, I feel that way about um uh oh shit the uh oh man <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible kill me. He was Stephen Hawking in The Theory of Everything. He's in the Fantastic Beasts movies. Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne, thank you. Yes, I feel the same way about Eddie Redmayne. I, yeah, uh, I, I think I've only ever seen him in uh, Jupiter Ascending. Okay, sure. Which uh, he's great in. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Did we watch, we watched something that he was in for the show, didn't we? Oh shit! And uh, I, oh yeah, he was in the the trial of the Chicago Seven. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. N- you... Another Netflix movie I forgot existed until just now. <laughs> so that's what Netflix is built for. <laughs> watch it, forget it. Yep, or not watch it and forget it. There you go. Uh, scroll over it's on their menu seventeen thousand times and. <laughs> never remember that it's there the next time <laughs> every time you see it be like oh that looks interesting scroll <laughs> scroll scroll yep <laughs> never add it to the list never <laughs> oh netflix you're on blast <laughs> get it together <laughs> oh boy uh so yeah so everybody dies yeah uh, except for anya taylor joy yeah uh, yeah, so the the whole menu is the fact that uh, he is going to kill everybody, uh, including himself and all of his uh, his minions. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know what? Uh, right up until the s'more moment, I was still with him. So yeah, you know, good for him. Yeah, <laughs> I really liked the. Uh... The uh the female sous chef. I think her name was Kathy. Uh yeah yeah the the one who came up with the idea to kill everybody. Yeah yeah I was I was on board with her as well. Like yep. when when uh when the food critic Lillian is like praising her food and and she's like, you know, there's a time when that would have really meant something to me, and then she just starts crying. Yeah, like that. I oh man, I love that scene so much. Yeah. What's wrong with me? <laughs> so that uh, is that a metaphorical question? <laughs> I, I don't... Do, 
do I have to answer it? You, you, do, not, you do not have to answer that question. Okay, good. Listeners, uh, if you have any ideas what's wrong with me, uh, feel free to comment uh, a tweet at, uh, at ViewmastersPals. <laughs> Uh, I am also personally at Joe Grunenwald. Uh, my email address is joegrunenwald at gmail.com. <laughs> Please email me and let me know what's wrong with me. I would love to know. Uh, and if you want to go ahead and uh, diagnose me as well, please feel free to uh, email Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pass it along, maybe. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know what? Rate and review us on iTunes. There you go. It really helps. And, and in your review, tell us what's wrong with both of us. Ex- exactly. Not Please. what's wrong with the show. Just no. what's wrong with us as human yeah. beings. Because your review will be five stars, obviously. Yeah, of course. The show is perfect, but yeah. us personally is what you need to be be reviewing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe tell us we're broken. <laughs> yeah. Well, I already know that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm already pretty pretty aware of, of how broken I am. Uh, then you can just give us big bowls of broken uh, sauces. <laughs> oh, it's an emulsion, Eric? <laughs> I don't know what a broken emulsion is. I don't either. <laughs> I guess maybe it's it's that the elements of it didn't didn't uh, adhere together, maybe is what it means. I don't know. That's, sure. That's a total guess on my part. I could Google that too. I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't care. <laughs> okay, me neither. <laughs> Cooking. Yeah, I did decide. Uh, I decided that this year I'm going to get good at cooking. Okay. Uh, once I once I'm back on my feet, I I, I feel like it's a a skill that I'm interested in, but have never really fed. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a newly single guy, you know, might as well, you know, indulge some new hobbies. Sure. And, and I feel like cooking is a productive one to, to go after. It's, it's not a bad one. Uh, you know, I, I, I enjoy cooking for other people. Uh, but for myself, I just want, like, what's going to take the least amount of time and the least amount of effort? Sure. That's uh, fair. You know, uh, but, like, uh, when I used to live in my old apartment at a very tiny kitchen with not a lot of uh, areas to, to maneuver around, uh, so I did not do a ton of cooking there at all. Uh, I do cook in my new place because the, the kitchen is bigger and I do have a little bit more room. Uh, but since I've been off of my feet, uh, it's harder to do certain things like uh, cutting, for yeah. instance. Um, but when I used to house it for my parents, I used to invite friends over and I would just uh, cook a meal. Uh, it is really nice to be able to feed someone. Yeah. It's and, a good feeling. And I would try things that like i certainly would never have just tried for myself you know uh or you know i certainly wasn't doing uh chef slowick level of anything but uh you know did make a, a nice steak with some sides you know or try my hand at uh i, I once tried to make uh jason uh a handmade uh veggie burger oh wow uh it, it did not go well uh <laughs> I broke a blunder. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> uh, so I had to switch up to just uh, we had portobello burgers instead. Nice, uh, which which was just as delicious, honestly. Yeah, that still sounds awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed doing that. But for myself, I'm just like, okay, I make the same thing for myself every single night. <laughs> Some nights I want to change it up. I'll have spaghetti. Nice. Uh, you know, and then there was a point in time where it was like, I was making my own spaghetti sauces, and now I just get a jar of ragu. You know what? It's just as good, if not better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a prego man myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, uh, ragu has the, the, the chunky style that, that I enjoy, so yeah, that's what I go with. Nice. <laughs> uh, this has been Sauce Talk with Joe and Eric. <laughs>
<laughs> Listeners, uh, email us with what your favorite sauces are. Yeah. You know, uh, it's kind of a sauce, but uh, like a, about six, seven months ago, uh, I decided to try to make gravy for the first time ever. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it turned out great. Nice. <laughs> and then I've never been able to replicate it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried multiple times? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, even after uh, Thanksgiving, uh, my mom gave me a bunch of leftovers, but uh, there was no gravy left, so I tried making uh, uh, some some of my own uh, just to, to have with the leftovers, and uh, yeah, it uh, was a disaster. Oh no! Yeah. I'm really sorry to hear that. It's okay. Uh, oddly, uh, this just reminds me that. Uh, uh, back when Robert Rodriguez made movies that I was interested in ever watching, uh, he would always have on his uh, DVD extras, uh, like uh, his cooking school, uh, where he would uh, like show you how to cook a meal uh, oh, based wow. on like you know whatever movie it was. Uh, I remember like in Sin City, the 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 meal was like breakfast tacos. Uh, but uh, the one I, I distinctly remember the most that I, I really did always want to try and, and I still think about to this day and I was like, I, I should give that a shot someday, uh, was uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Uh, there, there's a dish that uh, Johnny Depp's character eats uh, a couple times in the movie and, and he shows how to make that dish. It's called uh, Puerco Porbil. Uh, and it's like a slow roasted pork, like wrapped in banana leaves and, and with spices and rice and all that. Uh, it, it looks delicious, and uh, yeah, like he shows you how to make it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, one of the is, best DVD extras ever. <laughs> is that what? Uh, is that how Johnny Depp got so bloated because he just ate that over and over again? <laughs> no, I believe that's alcoholism. Oh right, yeah, My and mistake. age. <laughs> Oh man. Remember when remember when he was cool? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, 30 years ago. <laughs> we were but children. God, the menu. <laughs> I was thinking while I was watching this, um like if I if I went somewhere and I was uh and I learned that I was going to die at the end of the evening, what would I do? <laughs> would I try to fight back? Because he says something about how, like, you know, you probably could have could have fought back more than you did. Right. And I was like, would I have, would I fight back, or would <clears throat> I just be like, okay, that's fine. Right. And uh, and I really don't know. <laughs> and, and, and like he tells, uh, he talks to Tyler uh, before he uh, forces Tyler to cook. Yeah. Uh, and he. He mentions that they had been communicating for like eight months, and that he said that everybody was going to die at the end of the yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, like, at one point, uh, Dean said, maybe I'm not going to go to this dinner. <laughs> I feel like that was never an option for him. Oh, he Tyler, was, for sure, yeah. Well, yeah, for Tyler, yeah. yeah. But like, I assume no one else was in on the on the gag. Yeah, so so that's what I was wondering, is like, did... did no one else know that they were going to die. Obviously, like the two uh, regulars, uh, Judith Light and her uh, husband, uh, you know, they, they had no idea. But uh, yeah, like, like, you know, so did he only tell Tyler and did he only tell Tyler because he was just specifically obsessed with the food and, and with the chef? You know, yeah, uh, it, it's weird. And then, that like, is weird. And then also, like, I wonder, like, you know, well, who, what was the deal with uh, his ex-girlfriend? Uh, well, obviously she was smart because she dumped his ass. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder had they had they stayed together, would would he have brought her or would he have still, like, did, did he break up with her or did they break up because he knew this was going to happen and so he didn't want her to be hurt i don't yeah that's i i wonder about that as well right and so uh, it, it is revealed essentially that uh, uh anya tiller 
Joy's character, Margot slash Aaron, I think. I think she, that was her real name, yeah. Uh, is a sex worker, and that uh, Tyler basically hired her to come with him and die. Yeah, because they don't do seatings for just one, so right. he had to have someone with him. Right. So he brought her along because she's disposable. Sure. Uh, and also, uh, so the the end uh, before uh, everybody dies, uh, they all pay their bills. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that part I loved <laughs> when when the because I just watched American Psycho relatively recently. So when the three like tech broy guys or or finance guys or whatever all throw their credit cards in the middle of the table like that reminded me of the scene in american psycho where all of the guys who work on wall street or wherever do the same thing yeah it's like oh this is perfect (laughs) and then and then the the uh judith light's husband like holding the bill up like can we move this along (laughs) oh it's so perfect it's Uh, so good it's this movie is just Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I. This may be one of the best movies I've watched in a while. <laughs> like, like. Possibly even better than Glass Onion, and I loved Glass Onion, so. Oh, wow. Uh, it's definitely better than the nine Hellraiser movies I've watched in the last week. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting choice you've made, sir. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a horror completionist. At least I, I have become in the last few years, and, and those were blind spots, and and they all became readily available suddenly. So I went for it. All right. <laughs> Are any of them worth watching? I've never seen any of them. Have you ever seen the first Hellraiser? I have not. Uh, I would watch the first one. <laughs> okay. Um, and then beyond that, you know, uh, I I found some of them to be kind of enjoyable uh oddly enough i feel like the eighth one was the best out of all of them wow okay uh like it had uh just kind of the most clever plot behind it all uh like most of the sequels all just seem like uh you know scripts that had just been floating around that someone just decided to like hey let's put pinhead in this okay uh and I feel like you know it was possibly the same with the eighth one too, but but it was just clever enough that that it was pretty good. And uh, little baby Henry Cavill is in it, so oh know, wow, that, okay, that's, uh, that was interesting to to see. A <laughs> uh, little little skinny baby faced Henry Cavill, uh, and then uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, the only one that I would possibly recommend, and I couldn't even wholeheartedly do. Okay, <laughs> uh, but but definitely uh, see the first one. It is a, a classic for a reason. There's a new one, right? Uh, yes, uh, yeah, that that came out on Netflix, uh, Hulu uh, a couple months ago. Is that the new woke Hellraiser? Yes, yes. With Where the, Pinhead's a woman? Uh, yeah, trans actress uh, plays uh, Pinhead in that one. Okay, which uh, if you know even the slightest bit of anything about Clyde Barker, you would know that. That is probably totally what he was thinking from the jump anyway, so... Nice, alright. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this has been Hellraiser Talk. <laughs> Friends, I want to clarify that, uh, uh, quote, woke Hellraiser was a joke. Yes, uh, I, <laughs> I, I got that, because I, I know I just want you, to make sure. But yeah, yeah clarify just in case. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see this on uh, on the internet as like <laughs> Viewmasters is uh, is a, a right wing podcast. <laughs> oh uh, boy, maybe I should write a letter to my congressman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, what's what's bringing you joy this week, Eric? A letter to my congressman, actually. <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> uh, actually, no. <laughs> Although, uh, yeah, I, I got a letter in the mail today at work that uh, was just 
absolutely batshit, and I just had to share it, because uh, it was just so unhinged that I loved it. It's uh, worth it's worth looking up if you if you uh, follow Eric on Twitter, you should yeah. look it up. Uh, look it up, uh, like from last month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh right. <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, it'll still be there. Yeah. Uh, no the the uh, the thing that's making me happy this week is uh, just sort of a general thing, uh, but it is comic book art. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, we our friend Jason uh, lives a a new jet setting kind of lifestyle, uh, where where he travels the globe, uh, most likely probably to escape his domestic situation. Uh, <laughs> But but he uh, sets up uh, discount comic book booths at uh, conventions across America now. Uh, this past weekend, he was in New Orleans. Uh, oh, the Big Easy. Yes. Nolans. He... <laughs> Nola. Yeah. And, that's the uh, only ones I know. That's all you, you need to know, I guess. Um. <laughs> uh, but uh, Art Adams was at that show. Uh, Jason Ooh. texted me a picture of his booth and said, "Hey, do you do you want me to pick up like any prints? You know, and, like he showed me like what Art had uh, on sale there." Uh, and I said, "Yeah, you know, I picked out like one or two. Uh, I think they were like twenty bucks each or whatever." <clears throat> he's like, "Well, I've been by here like two times, and he's not been at his table yet. But uh, if he is, I'll, I'll get some for you." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Uh, and then I didn't hear back from him until uh, he was back in Ohio. Uh, <laughs> and he said uh, he, he went by his table multiple times a day and Art Adams was never there. Oh, that sucks. Uh, so then I just got to thinking, you know, like, uh, Art Adams has a website. Uh, and I went and looked and uh, he had, like, all of his prints uh, that were at the show uh, that I was interested in. He had them on his website. Uh, they were actually cheaper on his website. Oh, nice. Uh, and he autographs the prints and uh, doesn't charge extra for him like he did at the show. Uh, so, like, I just spent, like, an hour just, like, going through all his prints. Uh, then I texted Jason. And I was like, hey, he's got, like, all these prints that he had at the show. and They're cheaper. Do you, do you want to go in on this with me and, like, pay for, like, half the shipping? Uh, and he said yes. And he picked out something. Uh and then that just got me, like, like into this sort of rabbit hole of, of just looking at comic book art this week. Uh, and uh, Heritage Auctions, uh, which is, I think, HA.com. Yes. Uh, ah! Yes. Uh, like, you, you can sign up for an account and not have to bid on anything. Uh-huh. Uh, but, like, if you have an account, then you can uh, view and download high-res uh, scans of, like, all the original comic art that they have on sale. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, old pieces that have sold long ago. Uh, and just look at, like, their vast archive of original comic art. Uh, and I have just spent hours upon hours doing just that. Uh, and just, just... Uh, probably just uh, spiraling myself into some sort of weird uh, depression that I'll never be as good as anybody. But uh, uh, but at the moment, still just enjoying the gorgeous fucking comic art that exists in the world. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and part of this is also uh, I think we talked about it on air last week. Uh, the the Stealing Superman podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh. So so. Uh, I, I, I listened to that, and uh, that also kind of got me in the mood to just, uh, you know, look at comic book stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I I have spent far too much time looking at stuff on Heritage that I, <laughs> that is either long sold or that I have no hope of ever affording. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, I think there was one time a couple years ago where I saw uh, an Alberto Ramos piece for like fifty dollars. Oh wow! And I was like, "Well, fuck, you know, I, I should, I should bid on this, right?" 
And uh, then, like, the next day, it was up to, like, $2,000. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so cruel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, sir? Um, Let's see. I went to the movies this week. Oh? I went and saw... The uh, menu. <laughs> I, no, I, I did not go see the menu. I didn't watch that at home. Did you see uh, M. Thregan? I did see M. Thregan! <laughs> and I fucking loved it. Awesome. It was wonderful. <laughs> uh, I... I feel like that was uh, a movie that, like, when the the first trailers dropped, I just immediately dismissed it. But then, like, as it kept going, I was just got more and more interested in it. Yeah. Uh, and it's now to the point where I am incredibly excited to see it. It's so fun. <laughs> like, it's it's more fun than it has any right to be, honestly. Right. <laughs> For a movie where where small wonder goes insane. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, my, I saw online today, uh, Bruce Campbell is going on tour and, uh, he's coming to, uh, Ohio a couple different times. Ooh. Uh, and yeah, I texted my, my girlfriend and said, Hey, would you be interested in this? And you know, she thought about it and said, sure. And then I looked up prices and how to get tickets and it all just seemed like a hassle and I've already met Bruce Campbell multiple times. <laughs> <clears throat> so I was like, yeah, let's not do this. Hey, how about, do you want to go see Megan instead? <laughs> and she said yes, and I got way more excited about that than, than anything else. So Awesome. So uh, did you go see it too? Uh, we have not seen it yet, so okay. uh, maybe next week uh, if I can convince her, but uh, yeah, I really do want to go see it now. <laughs> It was great. And then uh, I saw it on Sunday, and then the next day, Allison Williams was on Comedy Bang Bang. Right. And it was great. Yeah, I, I just listened to that episode today. Uh, and yeah, she, she was uh, fantastic on the show, as was uh, Bill Walton. And, yes. uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, Bill Walton. <laughs> uh, one of the great Bills. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, anyway, yeah, M M is is what's bringing me joy this week. That's good. I I am I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, it's by the 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 same team as uh, Malignant, right? Uh, same screenwriter, anyway. And, okay, and, thought... and James Wan is a producer, but okay, I think it's a different director. It. Okay, all right. Hey, even even though, and you yeah. know what, Elizabeth Olsen looks fucking great in that movie. Elizabeth Olsen? Uh-huh. She plays Megan, right? <laughs> what? What am I missing? Just the fact that Megan looks exactly like fucking Elizabeth Olsen. Does she? I didn't notice that. <laughs> oh my god. Should I pick a movie for next week? Yeah, something on Netflix, right? It is something on Netflix. <laughs> It was it was in theaters for a week and now it's on Netflix. Is it Glass Onion? It is not Glass Onion. Oh, okay. Um, no, this is a, a movie based on a book that I read in college that I really liked, uh, but that I only have a, a passing memory of right now, other than that I really liked it. Okay. Um, I believe Noah Baumbach directed it, maybe. Okay. Um, and it's uh, another entry in our Adam Driver series. Ooh. Uh, White Noise. Is that the Michael Keaton Talks to Ghost one? No, it's not. Oh, okay. I knew that was coming, and no, it's not. <laughs> uh, is it a remake of that? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. What if we watched, what if we watched both White Noises, and then talk about them at the same time? <laughs> I mean, I was literally just thinking that. <laughs> That, that I might just find uh, the Michael Keaton one and watch it uh, you know, sometime before I watch this Adam Driver one. Uh, may still happen. I don't know yet. Yeah, I, you know, now that I have the thought in my head, I might do that as well. Because <laughs> I've never seen that, and I like Michael Keaton. Same and same. 
Anyway, no, White White Noise, the <clears throat> Netflix original movie, is, yeah. is my pick for next week. All right. Uh, I, you know, we, we like Adam Driver here. We're, we're pro Adam Driver in this house. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> in this house, we respect Adam Driver. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, sounds good. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you then next week. All righty. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Viewmasters.